0: Real people, honest talks. And now I'm your host today, Stephen Daf And first of all, we'll be covering our mission, vision and values. And then afterwards, I'll be sharing a little bit about my own mental health experience. But starting off with our mission, and our mission is to shine the light, improve the awareness and understanding of mental illnesses and well-being of everyday people by telling positive stories of those that have suffered. And our vision is, is to become the number one podcast content creator for positive mental health awareness to begin to break social stigma and normalize speaking about mental health. We abide by five values. First of all, be open with our audience and develop content that they will find useful. Secondly, to create a safe space for our team, guests and followers. Thirdly, to collaborate with those that understand mental illnesses and problems and also campaigners and charities and when the chance arises, also support them. Fourthly, To only work with businesses and people that take mental health and well-being seriously and do the best that they can to create a healthy environment and play their part in society. Lastly, to celebrate of others' experiences and their process in their journey. In these podcasts, the topics we'll cover and who we will represent are students, LGBTQ plus communities, black, Asian minority ethnics and a range of age demographics where mental health exists. A fair warning, some of the stories being spoken about can be triggering for some. So I know I already gave a little bit of a background about myself. I actually wanted to give a little bit more about my positive mental health experience. So for me, when I was 14, I was diagnosed with anxiety and depression. And by the age of 16, whilst at a psychiatric ward, I was diagnosed with a borderline personality disorder. And my experience of BPD was in and out of hospital, in, out, in, out. And for weeks and months, I that was basically my second address. And for a while, because of the misdiagnosis, they couldn't quite figure out how to help me properly. And so I was taking all sorts of medications and none of them worked I voluntarily stopped taking the medication because I knew what it was doing to my body and I was like that's that's it it's that's enough and um, it was a difficult journey because being in high school you know you're trying to find your ground you're trying to find the right people to surround yourself with and that was hard when it was so unstable, and I was quite reckless and unpredictable. And my emotions fluctuate from zero to a hundred very quickly. And there was hardly any basis for it. You know, the people that I was surrounded by loved me, but for some reason, I thought that they didn't. They hated me, and I couldn't stand actually being around them at one point but I soon acknowledged what love should look like for myself and it was tough accepting that it was unattainable through external means. How I I can do that was still unclear, but I know that's what I deserve. My inner dialogue began to change the moment that I started to interrupt the thoughts I didn't like and reverted it to my strengths and self-compassion. I know that my childhood was tough for me. I know that there are blatant things that a child shouldn't endure, but the moment I stopped seeing myself as a victim, but a survivor, things drastically changed. I started to ask questions such as, what is there for me to learn here? What is life trying to show me? And as I pondered, curiosity began to build up. I started to explore practices such as mindfulness and meditation, breathing techniques and why they could help. The most important skill that I probably learned was self-awareness. How does my body feel when I'm overwhelmed? What were the distinct patterns of my inner self-talk? And learning how to sit with my thoughts instead of reacting to make it stop is still a challenge because it can get so, so loud. But because of over the years of developing strategies that work for me, such as using up my energy to do a couple of intense push-ups, for example, to release the overwhelmingness that sits at the bottom of my stomach, or like shaking my body silly like I'm having a seizure going... Like, that really helps with diverting my thoughts. Um, And I follow this through with an affirmation such as thoughts are just thoughts and thoughts can be changed. This works for me because it's a statement that doesn't feel conflicting. It's not trying to mask what I'm feeling by trying to cover it with a positive statement. If that makes sense, I guess that sort of makes sense. Yeah. So uh, it's helped me so much setting my own boundaries. Like I have these strategies backed up with call for action then an affirmation then a change of pace of my environment or a change of subject like go to read a book or watch someone that i'm inspired by but if this doesn't work and it gets intense i call for help i call the people that over the years shown unconditional love because as much as this other inner voice tells me I'm a bother, I'm only going to get in their way, or they're going to be so busy they won't have time for me. I do it anyway. I do it because it's the opposite of what my thoughts were telling me what to do. I learned this because referring to past experiences of allowing thoughts to carry me resulted in further hurt, further tears, and further damage and whenever memories of pain pop up into my head an image of my little sister comes up too she shows up at the right time like she's one of my main reasons to why I'm striving for the brighter future way of living I've attached this sense of strength and meaning onto her not because she's my excuse she doesn't know how to quite comfort me yet but her sole existence is my source of power. She doesn't know it because she's only eight, but like she keeps me in check more than she could ever know. The moment I have an image of her in my head, my emotions simmer down and I begin to remind myself of the techniques that I know that work. I speak to my family and friends that I'm having a rocky time but not just speak about me and what's going on but just talk to them meet with them and you know it's just a way of shifting my attention and allow the thoughts to pass when the day comes to an end or when I get home or when I put the phone down I take a deep breath a mindful breath and then check in with myself if there's any more lingering of that feeling and then I act to that accordingly because by this point I would have somewhat had a clearer way of thinking and I put trust in myself that I can live through another day knowing I'm having a very human experience. Sharing that with the rest of the world will hopefully encourage others out there to come forward and speak of the experiences in the days where things are going amazing, making sure that there are days where we can celebrate life. And one last thing I wanna share is what I would like to say to my younger
1: self. To five-year-old Steve, just make sure that you keep smiling you continue on smiling because that smile can take you so far and just know that in the future you you are loved like you are loved anyways but don't ever think that you're ever alone in this world and just Keep looking forward and keep battling because you will eventually win. Just keep yourself open for everyone else to come and help you because you deserve support and love and you, you will be someone someday. Give yourself more than enough love so that you have more than enough to give it onto to others as well. These podcasts, I
0: hope that it reaches people, even
1: just one person, but anyways,
0: I want to introduce our first speaker and she's also a business entrepreneurship student and her name is Rigari Simbi. She is a So hardworking, intelligent, gentle, and overall wonderful individual to be around. She also works at the mental health and learning disability sector, who's battled with her own mental health and overcome it. So if you want to find out her story, stay tuned, only on Real People, Honest Talks. If you or someone else that you know have an inspirational story about yours or their mental health experience, please get in touch on realpeoplehonesttalk at gmail.com.